Rachel Daly is a striker. The end. The Koi Gig Pod on OTB Sports. She's got great passing range. She scores goals. She's great in the air. Brilliant in the air. Yeah. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB GAA. The Football Pod on Off The Ball in partnership with AIB. Proud sponsors of the Football Hurling and Camogie All-Ireland Club Championships. Hashtag the toughest. Hello there and you're very welcome along to episode 44 of the Football Pod with Paddy Andrews and James O'Donoghue. Boys, I'm afraid to ask how you are. Paddy, how are you? A bit better. Okay, James, are you good? I'm perfect. We have got a cracking, cracking episode ahead of us here, lads. We have an exclusive interview. The first interview that James Horn has done since he stepped down as Mayo manager for the second time uh, back in June. So really looking forward to getting James onto the show. He's had an incredible stint and influence over Mayo football in the last 15 years. Never mind his playing career from 95 to 2002. So looking forward to getting James on for a bit of a, a chat. We are recording on Sunday evening. It's been a busy weekend in the club provincial championships today james karen's o'rahilly's of strand road <laughs> just about held off erog venice one yeah. nine to one eight david moore moore, sent off david moore was sent off for two yellow cards i heard it was harsh 20, 20 minutes in i heard it was harsh too but that's going off a couple of Kerry tweets so i don't know they had a bit of a lead built up even by then. I think they were able to, to dig in. But if, if it was closer, they could have been in a bit of trouble, I'd say. Tommy Walsh got a very early goal. Yeah. And Aerog had a couple of big chances later on to edge them over the line. But they had a man sent off and a black card too. So one of the interesting things, I'm not asking you to have a swipe here, but the Aerog fans outnumbered the blue of Cairns O'Reilly in the stand, apparently, listening to Radio Kerry by two thirds to one third. Would that have been expected in Tralee? <laughs> Jeez, I didn't, I didn't hear that. I, it wouldn't be, to be honest. I mean, I know well, that it was Ambrose, Rahilly's, it was Ambrose was it, and Tim. Ambrose, who, who well, I mean, the Clare crowds always do, always do travel. I remember um, Kilmurray Bricken came down to to Doctor Cross one time and packed the place out as well, and nearly, nearly turned them over. So I think the they do travel, but I'm surprised at that because I know the Rahilly's were really gung ho about this, about winning the the club championship and going on and representing Kerry and Munster. So I'm surprised they didn't show. Yeah, but well, uh, it wasn't ask. in their home pitch either. It was in Ossetstack Park. Okay, so it's the complete other side of the town. <laughs> it's still not as far. As it. <laughs> it's still not that far. It's 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 two and a walk. Okay, so, I I don't but, want to be. Uh, no, I I must say I'm surprised at that. Okay, but, well, well we'll we'll wait and we'll see. You know what's that about? It. But that is that was yeah. the vibe, anyways, from the commentary on the radio on Radio Kerry at halftime. That is what I heard, and I saw a couple of tweets about it too. Well, to be fair, three of the. Of the Rahilis players travelled from two from Dubai and one from New York. Unbelievable. Cormac so they Coffey, did the travelling. Cormac Coffey, Jack Savage and Gavin O'Brien. They actually contributed yeah. seven points of Cairns O'Reilly's 1-9 today. Oh yeah, well they're their three, they're three, three of their five main players, main, yeah. main lads. Those quality, five. three of them absolute quality. O'Brien was the wing forward who kind of broke in a couple of years ago in the league, didn't he? Yeah, played a league under Peter Keane and he was very impressive. fell away a little bit, but yeah, I think he's one that got away for Kerry. Yeah. Very impressive. Just one that got away. Serious athlete, unbelievable in the air, powerful runner. Um, yeah, lovely fella. Has a goal in him. Has yeah. a point in him. So yeah, yeah I think he's one that got away for Karen. Yeah, those flights home were worth it. Fair play to the three lads and the club for sorting that out. Uh, and the other semi final in Munster, Paddy. We weren't expecting this. Yeah, Newcastle dude. West. Bet Clonmel commercials. A huge win for Limerick football. One sixteen to one ten after extra time. Some going. I'm shocked. I'm shocked at that. Some All going. the Saudi money going into Newcastle. Like. <laughs> Some men must have thought they had it won early. That was a good one, Paddy. That's then, that was, yeah, I like a little chuckle there for that one. That was, that was I, I liked it. And then last night uh, in Ulster, Kilcoo, the All-Ireland Champions, bet Enerskill and Gales 314-19 and Glenn of Derry just about held off Carrigan of Antrim 110-8 points. So our final lineups In Leinster, we have Kilmacud Crooks against the Downs. In Ulster, we've Kilcoo against Glen. There's Bailey given out. Uh, in Munster, we have Karen's O'Rahilly's. I've said it right four times in the pod this week against Newcastle West. And in Connacht, we have Moy Cullen of Galway against Turla Strand of Sligo. Now, before we get James Horn on, Oshi Mullen, it's been confirmed. He's off to the Geelong Cats in Australia. We definitely go. 
definitely going this time. Definitely, definitely, definitely going this time. Hundred percent going this time. We wish him all the best. But that is some blow to Kevin Max Day. Yeah, massive, massive. Yeah. yeah, I wonder could Mayo have done what Tyrone did for McShane? John, was there anything that could have been done? But they did it last year. I'm sure they were trying, Jimmy. They, they must have done yeah. it last year. Sure, yeah. they were trying. Like, He's going to yeah. be a massive loss. What yeah. position would he pick up in the AFL? Because he's not half back. He's job. different he's to what's gone, like, isn't Mark it? O'Connor probably. Would he kind of do Mark's job? Yeah. Mark could be more of a baller than than. Yeah, Mark could have technical ability. Oh, yeah. yeah, technical ability. No, she won't like. But he'd be kind of a spoiler, I suppose. There's a lot of sense of his biggest strength. Yeah. Okay. I suppose, yeah, I suppose aerially you have to be unbelievably strong in AFL. No matter where you are, you have to be very strong in the air. Yeah, yeah. But, but if you're you're McStay going in there, like obviously Lee Keegan stuff over the last couple of weeks, murmurs and stuff, losing Oshie Mullen, that is massive, yeah. It's a big blow to that Mayo team. Like. Yeah. Mayo just they always seem to be missing someone. Tommy Conroy and Ryan O'Donoghue who injured last year, Killian injured. There's always something going on. So wishing Oshin all the best deserves to experience yeah, Australia yeah, and see absolutely. what it's like. He's done plenty so far already for Mayo at such a young age so we'll see what happens there I'm really looking forward to getting James Horn on here for a chat so <laughs> let's, let's start getting to that he took over at the age of 38 in 2010 and at his first press conference he said he wanted to make Mayo consistently competitive looking to improve them every single time they played and most of all he said he wanted to take the bullshit out of Mayo football that seems like something that was achieved over the next I think it's fair to so. say he picked that box yeah, and uh, I think it was a very dramatic night speaking to Mike Finnerty and, and some of the lads over the years. It was a very dramatic night back in September when he was appointed because the county board were mad to appoint Tommy Lyons. They were gung-ho. They wanted to appoint Tommy Lyons. It seemed like a done deal. Um, a few weeks before Horan's appointment, Chairman James Waldron had listed out the seven candidates for the senior manager's job that year. John Mohan, Dennis Kearney, Anthony McGarry, Tommy Lyons, Tommy Carr, Mick O'Dwyer. Carr. And James Horn. So Mick O'Dwyer had thrown his hat into the ring. This was what year? Mick, 2010. So Mick was over the Wicklow footballers at the time. He threw his hat into the ring for the Mayo job. Jesus. The Mayo public were not happy. What? They didn't want Mick because they, I think they thought Mick was done at this stage. They didn't want Mick was a busted flush. Mick gave one more year Mico. to Wicklow and he called it a day. So what could have been? James Horn took over and look what happened to Mayo football over the last 12 years. So, um, I tweeted at the time when Horn stepped down that he, I didn't think he was appreciated for what he brought to Mayo football and I got a bit of stick for that. So. Tommy, Tommy, he's not, genuinely. And I'm, like I said, we were in Castle Bar this year um, and we've seen kind of the, the mentality and the, the attitude towards Horan coming to the end of what ultimately would be the end of his tenure with Mayo. I think James Horan did, has done an incredible job with Mayo. And yes, they lost all Ireland finals and that's kind of a stick to beat him with. But the things he said he'd do with his first press conference about 12 years ago, yeah. Jesus Christ, there's a, he, he he bloody did those things. like, yeah. And he seen a massive transition of some of Mayo's greatest ever players and got them back to all Ireland finals, back to back. Yes, they didn't perform in those games, and that's always got a bit a little asterisks. But I think James Horan, what he's done for Mayo football, he does not owe those people anything. I think he's been absolutely outstanding. I think it's hurt. I think it's harsh. Some of the comments and some of the, the views on his tenure as mayor manager because I think he's done an incredible job. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so this is episode 44 of the Football Pod with Tommy Rooney, James Donahue, and Paddy Andrews. We've been with you all year long. I'm sure you're subscribed if you're listening now. And if you're new, just hit that subscribe button. We're going to be back in early 2023 with season three of the pod. But lads, this is going to be our last episode. Who better to do it with than James Horan? So the football pod is brought to you in partnership with AIB, proud sponsors of the Football Hurling and Camogie Club Championships. Check out hashtag the toughest for more. We're going to be back right after this with James Horan's first interview since he stepped down as the Mayo manager back in June. Hello there and you're very welcome back to what is episode 44 of the football pod. And we are delighted to be joined by a very special guest today. Former Mayo manager, James Horan. James, you're very welcome to the football pod. How are things? I'm good, Tommy. Good. Um, keeping, keeping well. So so uh, good to talk to you again. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a little while, yeah. Um, it's probably been a while since you've come across Paddy Anders and James O'Donoghue as well. The boys have been keeping me company all year long. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't get to hear too 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 much during the year, but but uh, got the got the odd snippet of, of of the guys. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good to listen to uh, yeah. for the most part. Um, yeah, that's good. But, but uh, no, good, good. So so uh, nice to talk to you guys. Were you guest? Were you guest as well last year? No, no, no. We we didn't. We didn't. But get you came on, James. He couldn't resist. I'm pulling all the big dogs' guests. <laughs> in, <honestly. laughs> it's the O'Donoghue factor. Yeah, James. It's five months now, really, since um, since you stepped aside for the second time. Like, have you returned to a bit of normality? Is life kind of relaxed a little bit, or or how are things? Um, I'd say so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Return to 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 um, I suppose what you, what you think normal normal life would be. You know, so doing lots of. Just day to day stuff, you know, with the kids. As this morning, I was at under eight basketball, and there was under thirteen trials for the development squad for the girls yesterday. And so doing an awful, doing an awful lot of that stuff. And 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 to be honest, really enjoying that. Just you know, I wish it wasn't as cold on the sidelines and all that kind of stuff. But but I'm doing that. Um, re- really enjoying that. Just doing just doing normal stuff, you know, because um. I suppose what it it takes a while, and I know Paddy and, and the guys when you retired, it takes a while to come down off the the white water raft that intercounty is. You know, it's 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 all adrenaline and flowing and and lots of stuff, you know, sloshing around the place. So it can take a while to 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 come down off that, you know. But uh, so no, I'm I'm definitely definitely um, things are things are are steady. Um, you know, work, working away and, and just doing lots of stuff with family and catching up with catching up with friends that I probably haven't seen in a decade, you know, or really seen or, or had the time to, you, you know, to, to catch up with. I think I've watched every premiership game that's been televised. <laughs> I, I I didn't watch the premiership for 10 years or so. You know, you just wouldn't have the headspace for it. So just all follow? that kind of stuff. All that kind of stuff. So, so, so happy out. Who do you support? I'm a sure look at I grew up watching Dog Leash and all the guys stuff. So Liverpool, Liverpool through and through, you know. James, okay, remain United House here. <laughs> all right. Cut that right. cut that bit And uh you you mentioned family there. You you've a young family, right? Well, I've a sort of a I've an I've a range. So I've twenty-four-year-olds um down to an eight-year-old. Okay. So uh, yeah, Busy. five 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 kids, yeah. So so they're all great in different parts of the world and country and everything else. So so uh, yeah, they'll all be home for shortly for for Christmas. Um, so uh, yeah, that'll yeah. that'll be good. So so that's, yeah, that's it's interesting to hear that because like you were thirty eight years old in September twenty ten when you were handed the reins, reading an RT um, piece from back then as well. It was uh, Tommy Lyons. Mm-hmm. And Tony McGarry in the mix as well. There's actually seven names thrown out, I think, at the county board convention, James. And I think it's fair to say... John, oh, don't forget John, John Mahan. John, John was Mahan the... was in the mix too. I get, the, I get all the names here, but I don't think you were the favourite to get the job back then. And we, we might come back to that in a minute. But like from the age of 38 to 13, 12, 13 years later, it's dominated so much of your life. We've, uh. We talk to footballers a lot here and the two lads have just only recently retired. And I can understand from that prism, how intense being an inter-county footballer is nowadays. But being a manager, like being an inter-county manager, is that on another level? Because you obviously, you played from 95 to 02 or 03 with May 02, so you've seen both sides of it. Did you find, do you find that intensity of always being on and having so many people under you is, is just, it's maybe something else? Um. Well, well, there's nothing like playing, obviously. Like playing is the, just playing is what you want to do, you know, and and then if you can't play anymore, you know, you, we all get to that stage, you know, you you, you know, if you're, you want to do something else, you know, and probably, you know, if you're mad enough, management is probably the, the the next best thing, you know, you're involved with, you're involved with serious guys that are ambitious and want to do well. And, you, you, you know, if you've, you've got a, if you've got a skill set, you want to be part of that, you know, and then see, can you help in some way? So that's, that's sort of what, what got me in. And look, I, I, I love it. I love, I love coaching. Um, I love being involved with people that that you know have a real have a real focus. So so that was good. But but for for sure management like so the four. I, it's funny you mentioned something there like that when when I took the job. I remember those people in Mayo didn't want me to take the job because I played too negative for football. What when, 
with the with the club in in, in Baltimore. Right, it was four years before that I was involved in that, and we came from intermediate. We won intermediate the first year I was involved, and then we eventually we won senior the last year I was involved in them. But we we'd Alan Dillon up front, you know, who was just at club level, was on a different. So we took a forward out of out of his way and we put him as a sweeper. You know, we played we played the, the year that way. And we we bet Castle Bar in an absolute dogfight in, in the county final. You know, first time ever winning a senior, nine eight. Five four, I think it was. <laughs> it was it was a pretty much it was a pretty much horror show. And I, I remember going around and was like, oh, God almighty, do, do we want Horn to get the job? We play all negative football with, with sweepers and God as well. So I, I often laugh. A lot of the commentary was, you know, or was, was the opposite when I got it then. So, so, yeah. um, but... Uh, what what age were you when you took the, the club job? You must have been just after, straight after playing, you took the club job. Yeah, about two years after, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so... Um, Jeez. Yeah, so it's been yeah. So like the four years of Balcover, you're like you know you had all you had Killian and Jermud and you had Dillo as I mentioned, and you had some 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 great players, Tom Early and all these guys. So they were madly ambitious. So the four years of Balcover were at inter-county level as such to try and get a club that was you know with a bunch of really good guys up to. So so I really really enjoyed that and that so so it went from there. But so yeah, it's been it's been a. To back to your point, though, it's been a, it's been a long it's been a long time, I suppose. And yeah. and like, my kids now, my eldest says twenty four, as I say, and so like the last fifteen years of 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 her life have been like she used to come to Ballantubber trains with me all the time, and she'd know every one of the players and all you know when she was young and all that kind of stuff, and still has those. So there's lots of good memories for them. But but yeah, it was very very time consuming, and it's even when you're not a training or you're not on the phone to a player or whatever. I think Eamon Fitzmaurice said this one day, he said, even when you're there, you're not there. You mm-hmm. know, so if you're at a family event or you're at a, you know, you're at someone's, the neighbor's confirmation or whatever it is, a communion, you're looking at the, you're looking at your watch, you're looking, when can I get out so I can get to the thing, to get to the thing that'll, you know, that's some way, some way football related, you know, so, so it was like, it was like that for, 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 for a while. But look, overall, it's, it was absolutely brilliant for, for, for me. I enjoyed it. No end working with brilliant people and getting to meet brilliant people. And yeah. then, the people around that have been—that's one thing since since I've been out of it. Really, is only in the last few weeks. Is I thought, Jesus Christ, the amount of brilliant people that have helped us over the last 10, 12 years. That highly qualified professional guys at, at in their fields were just willing to come in and help the team. You know, and I don't know if I've ever really thanked those guys at the level I should have. You know, because you're when you're involved in it and it's it's the next game or whatever. So I think over the Christmas, it's it's definitely something I. I intend to do those guys that had me down through the years or help the team and help the players. Um yeah. that, that that let them know how how thankful we are for their for, for their support and their expertise, you know. So so um, I'm yeah. sure I'm sh- I'm sure they know. Um there's a lot of first time intercounty managers this year, a couple of young managers, a couple are older first time intercounty managers. <laughs> Colin O'Rourke is retired. Uh he's gonna be retiring in December to take over the Mead job. Um some of the younger guys, Connor Laverty, I think is 38 or 39. Yeah. Did you know what you were getting yourself in for? No. Uh, no, 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 exactly. You haven't a clue, really. Re- you know, you think you do and you think you know and you, um, yeah. but I suppose I'd, I'd, um, I, I would have been confident football wise and being able to work with the players and all that aspect of it. That's, you know, uh, and my work and all that kind of stuff, I would, I would have a lot done from, a, from you know, a HR or an engagement point of view and all that side of things. So I would have been comfortable that that would be, you know, be able to work work with that. But that's that's part of it. Then there's a, there's a whole other element to intercounty management that you can't control, that you can't really do anything. You can influence maybe some of, you know, county boards and media and all that kind of stuff. And it's, it's uh, that's a, that's a, that's a world that you don't, you you don't really know till you're till you're in the thick of it, you know. So so um, but yeah, I I'd, I'd like the idea of football wise, but not not everything else that comes with it. Did you find the dressing room different, say, even between the first time you were there and the second time? Like, because I remember when I started with Kerry, and from when I finished, the two bunches were so different, different yeah. personalities, different upbringings. The whole lot was so different, different mentalities altogether. Did you find much of a difference the second time when you went back? Was it easier? Or more difficult going in the second time. She's easy, pal. Easy. There's a lot of stuff in that. No, hold on. Um, <laughs> uh, d- definitely different. Um, but 
De- uh, definitely a marked a marked difference. You, you know, the the second time round. Um, when I came in the second time, you, you know, with a lot of the senior guys there, you know, Shamie Tom Parsons, Donny Vaughan, uh, all those guys were there. They stayed. Chris Barrett. They all sort of stayed a year, and then a lot of them, a, a, a lot of them uh, retired. So that sort of brought some of the old into into in, into it. With the, we did a huge amount of new guys. You know, we we Oshin, Owen and Hessian. Tommy Conroy and all those guys coming in. Um, so it, it was very different, but it's sort of different every year. And I don't know, James or Paddy, do you, like the language you use or the tone that you use, depending on the, mm. the people that are there, the mood of the people or the what's going on. So you're, it, it changes nearly all the time. Your, your themes and your values will be, will be very similar, but, but I suppose that how you communicate and that definitely changes over time. But, there was a significant change, I think, then for the for the second for my second term. You had a lot of young guys in there. Um, so you need to factor out then they were, you know, you know, they were 18, 19 type 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 thing and became very quickly became became senior players for us. Yeah. Um that like that that winter, and I suppose it, it was probably truncated by COVID kicking in, right? But yeah, how you managed that turnover because you definitely lost six or seven senior players, the lads you've mentioned. Andy Moran retired. I think he took the shine off Dublin's five in a row. He retired maybe three days before that yeah. final. Uh and then you you I think you give out seven debutants against Leitrim in that winter yeah. championship later on. That is an unbelievable turnover. And we saw how you know Dublin managed it too, and Dublin have managed it well. But like how you managed it was so, we, so impressive. You remember the Dublin weren't managing that well. That was that was the narrative at the time. That it, it is a massive challenge. And and James, I'd say, having been in in that exact work and stepped away myself, that, is, that that's a massive change going from such a core group of guys. And you guys were very similar. We we had a decade of of games against each other with yeah, with Colin Boyle and Donny Vaughan and Tom and these guys that, that you're talking about. To keep your team on the road whilst going through such a massive uh, personnel change is incredibly difficult. And, and Dublin were struggling with that. And I, I always felt that with your own team, and I don't know you changed the week, um, I always thought you did an incredible job of doing that and getting to like back to back all our finals. Okay, we didn't win the games in the end, but. But getting to a certain stage while that massive transition is happening, I thought was an incredible uh, job to do because that is a very, very difficult dynamic yeah. to manage in a group. Yeah, no, no, for sure. But those two things that I think that uh, Paddy that 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 had that, like the to- Tommy Conroy, uh, Oshin Mullen, uh, Enda Hessian, a lot of these young guys can do. These guys, yes. Serious, serious caliber guys, and they're serious about their football. This growth, they want to learn and develop, and all that kind of stuff. So they were, they were, they were fantastic. And then, as I said, the, the senior guys, particularly Seamus, uh, Shamey O'Shea, and Chris Barrett, yeah, get in that year. Now you, you know those guys well. Uh, yeah, too well, too well. Two really solid individuals, strong. Strong character, opinionated, uh, and and that, and they came, they they came in and spent a year with the, with the young guys, and that I think you know, Christian James, they wouldn't have played much in the last year, but I think it was the most important year they had for Mayo, in that they really helped those young lads and transferred what their experiences and their knowledge to the young guys, and it, they got on very well. I think we managed COVID well and how we did it and the systems that we set up, you, you know, because geographically the way we're set up. We would have been using Zoom and Teams a lot way before um, COVID kicked in. Okay. You know, so we would have had a lot of that kind of stuff going on and we would have had, you know, things set up online or whatever to share information, share knowledge and all that kind of stuff. So I think I think we sort of, in one way, maybe had a head start on certain things, um, you know, because other te- counties were setting up pods and there was all this confusion, you know, you know, that kind of stuff. So I think I think we had a, and then with the young guys coming in and they embraced that sort of way of doing things and, 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 just, just the mingling of, of of the different sort of eras just just worked very well for us and, and um, kept it positive, kept it light, kept us, you, you know, how lucky we are to be able to play football when when other people, you know, all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we just it just worked for us, and it just it 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 it, it transitioned very well, you know. Yeah. Just before we we move on, 
Uh, Oshin Mullen has joined the Geelong Cats. Now, Oshin Mullen had joined them last year too. And uh, just looking back on messages or, or tweets from back then as well, the deal was done essentially and, and Oshin changed his mind around December. How did you manage to get him to stay for one more year? <laughs> um, yeah, it looks like, looks like he's, he's, he, he's gone. Um, look, Oshin, again, an absolutely amazing player, amazing fella, first of all. First of all. Um, and will be a huge success out there, right? There's no question about it. His power and pace and his courage and his skill set. I, he, you know, I think he's, I, I think he's, um, he's made for it, you know, um, for, for pro support. So it'll be very interesting to, to see how he is. But, that, that, you know, he'd be best buddies with himself and Tommy Conroy have been in Ballarobe National School together, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There was loads of stuff going on and all, all that kind of thing. Um, still in college last year, you know, all that. So, I, you know, when you factor a lot of that kind of stuff in, uh, partners, family, all that kind of stuff, maybe it maybe just wasn't the time or, or wanted to have another go with, 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 with May or whatever, you know. So things change year by year, you know. So so it, it might be right now for... Um, for Rushing to, to to have a crack at it, you know. So so, uh, but look, we're we're lucky. We got a we got a couple of years with them, yeah. um, playing, you know, and 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 a, and a brilliant. It's it's funny you mentioned Chris Barley. I remember the first training session that that um, Ushin came to, okay. and we did one, of, you know, box drills. You know the old box drills, and you try try out the, the young guys and the old guys. And he was Mark and Chris Barrett. Um, in the in the first, and Chris just wanted to mark his territory, you know. Um, so I think I think Chris got a little bit of a land that it was wow. great to see. I remember it, yeah. So, uh, so, so, yeah, there was, there was a, a quite physical encounter between the two of them, but but it was very interesting. Sounds about right, James, yeah. yeah. We wish yeah. Ocean all the best, yeah. No, that's 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 class. Yeah. And, um, was there ever was it ever close getting? Pierce Hanley home, like you know, when you talk about the inches and the percentages, was there ever any chance of that? I just completely random, but was there ever any chance of that happening? Uh not, not really. No, yeah, not, yeah. not, not really. You know, um, Pierce had a serious career out out, out there. You know, and he business, yeah. business involvements out there, um, and that's that's where he was. Of course, of course, you're always looking, as I'm sure everyone is. You're always looking at 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 what options may have or what can be done or you know who's who's where wherever they are in the world you know you're you'll always be monitoring all those situations um but uh no never 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 came to pass um remember reading a, a column from colin boyle a few months ago and he he had been dropped by um john amani in 09 and, and you got him back in an 11 and he spoke about the difference in the dressing room when he came back around that time and just from reading and listening to some of the Mayo players talking about that time, the county was at a low ebb coming into those couple of years and you took over and like you, you've coached them for eight seasons. You've reached seven All-Ireland semi-finals, four All-Ireland finals, six Connacht titles. The consistency, I don't know whether it's been taken for granted a little bit. The league title. uh, The league title in 2019, which you can tell, you can tell how powerful that was as well, you know, but like the consistency that Mayo reached across the last 10, 11, 12 years. I don't know. I, I, sometimes I feel like that, that's that been taken for granted sometimes, that that's just a given in a county like Mayo, but that wasn't the case. But Colm spoke about the culture that had already been created there, the players could thrive in. I didn't actually realise you had done so much around HR and and, and stuff like that in, in your work, but is that something you, you really enjoy doing, fostering a, a team atmosphere and, and and that kind of dressing room spirit? Um, I, it, it, it just happened, and and and, and I, I did a lot of. Uh, I, I, I'm a professional coach in 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 um, um, sort of life coach, performance coach. Um, that's 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 where I spend a lot of time on 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 that. But I suppose when I was a player, um, and and some of the the managers that that I had, you you pick up stuff. From everything and everyone around you, you know what's what's right, and probably you learn a lot of what's not right um, from what certain managers would do or say or talk or maybe the freedom they'd give certain players or whatever it was. So I I was always of the opinion that that you know you've with an intercounty team you've probably you know hundreds of years of intercounty experience um, or knowledge. 
um, throughout the group. And you'd be absolutely mad not to not to use that or let that come to the fore or let it shape how you play or how you go about things. So so I suppose the job we set about was making sure that 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 the systems or the the environment around that was there so that that could all that good stuff could come could come mm. forward could be used you know so so that's something we definitely set out to do and 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 just just create that and you know give people that the space where they can where they can have their say or have their have their involvement or, or you know shape shape how things are you know so uh, yeah that would that would be a big part you've mentioned the kind of the controllables and the uncontrollables when you're over an inter-county team. The last time I think I spoke to you was a couple of weeks after the, the Dublin win and it was before the Tyrone game. And uh, I asked you about the Mayo wave and the kind of excitement in the county. And you, you said, uh, you quoted, you cited the, the Gurkhas in the jungle and you said, the Gurkhas are told to uh, to roll with it. Don't fight the jungle, go with it. Don't like fight the jungle, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I know that you said that that was a, a favourite of yours, but... um. The kind of the buzz in a county like Mayo and and the atmosphere and how mental they are about their football, <laughs> that was definitely something that you were able to utilize. I think across that time because they've been they have furrowed a path to Crow Park over the last twelve years, and it seems like that was something you were able to tap into. Yeah, and that's the, yeah yeah. Look look at there's there's brilliant energy um, off off the Mayo supporters there. There's no question about that, and 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 there there was a, 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 an uplift right across the team and, and 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 fans and everything through 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 the through the years, particularly through the first uh, four years, and there was a really strong connection there, uh, which is which is brilliant, you, you know. Um, um, Did you have you know, to go looking for that at the start, James? Because before you came in, there was the that summer where they were beaten by Sligo and Longford. And there wasn't that belief there when you first took over. And I, I don't even think the players may have had that belief because they've been kind of floating there for a couple of years. You know, even the All-Ireland final defeats in 04 and 06, they, they, they kind of came a little bit out of nowhere too. You know, that yeah. consistency wasn't there. Getting the people to believe, the players to believe, that's definitely something that you had to fight for, I'd say. Oh, yeah. And and, and you, go, you go back to um, our, the first championship game you know, I think we've talked about this before against against London over over London and go, went to extra time with London and got out by the skin of our teeth and and uh, um, let's just say that was just one of the most unbelievable experiences of my life. I remember those. I don't know, lads, have you played in, in Ricelip? Have you? No, right now. No. Um, but like it's the the Connacht Championship there, and there was a beer garden, so you had to go through the beer tent to it get. Sounds good, James. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> I missed no, out on this. It's not good. So so after the game, like, and and I mean, there was people hissing at us after that game, and we had to walk through the beer tent to get to the bus. And I tell you, I thought I thought we were going to be stoned. I I, I really did. So uh, look, we 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 got out of that. But it's just to your point, Tommy. Just belief and. Um, everything else was just so so. It was so shaky then, you know. And but the three weeks after that, I, I, those were really coming together. And it's funny we played, think played Galway a few weeks later. We're four points down at half time against Galway in the next round. And met an official. I won't say it was. Was telling me that this doesn't go well. You're gone, pal. Um, Jesus. So yeah, yeah. Look, these these these. You know, you know. So it would have been the quickest intercounty managerial career. <laughs> Of all time, but that, but but everyone was rattled, and you know it was that kind of um, thing. So so, look, we 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 went, you know, we met Galway that day. We started. It was funny in the, in the dressing room halftime, four points down, everything rattled. We just knew uh, we were going to win that game where where things were, you know, for for whatever combination of reasons, you know. And we just 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 kicked on, and every every training session, every day, every chat, every conversation got a little bit. Bit more together, or a bit more belief, and it just it it just built from there, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's funny, James and James. You're the same with Kerry and ourselves with Dublin as well. Like it, it's very philosophical, but it is a journey, and you start out, and where you end up is an incredible difference from where you start in, in games or events or moments like those games. And 
we've obviously, Jane, over a decade had incredible <laughs> battles against each other, our teams, and they will define both our groups. Uh, well, we were obviously forced to come out on top in some of those games. But for me, I would have always, and, and Dublin would have always looked at you guys, our, our, probably our greatest rivals over that period. There was like a symbiotic relationship between the Mayo supporters, the Mayo team, you on the sideline, and, and, and there was a couple of different coaches in, in between that as well, and some epic battles. I couldn't get over it, James, and, and, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. We, we did a show in th- this season, a live football pod show, and you'd obviously had a, a really, really difficult league final this season, just gone against Kerry. And and then a massive game against Galway in Castlebar, which, which just went their way, and Galway kind of kicked down from that. We did a show in Castlebar, about 500 people. Uh, was it a week, Tommy, before you, you guys played Monaghan? Just, just for Monaghan. It was a couple of days before Monaghan, yeah. And, and I couldn't get over the atmosphere in in Mayo around the team. Look, it was always the, the fans, the coach, the players, the mid, everyone was all in, and Mayo were going to win the honours. That, that was the... It was like a whirlwind. And this year... That, that was not the case, I have to say, in my experience. It was, I think it's fair to say, Tommy, Jimmy, you were there. The, the, the crowd, the Mayo supporters were, were probably not behind. They were questioning the team. They were questioning you, James, after everything you've done for the team as well. That we lost the carry in the league final kind of really, really negatively and, and didn't back you to beat Monet. You did go on to beat Monet, but ultimately would lose quite strongly in, in, in the quarterfinal against Kerry. What was what was that like to manage for you, like I say, as a really experienced coach, having been the highs and lows of Mayo, whereas th- there seemed to be a disconnect this year between, between the fans, between the media and between the team? Yeah, yeah I look, there's no... No question about it. The last the, the last couple of seasons have been difficult. I, I think there was lots of stuff, lots of stuff going on. Um, um you, you know, after the Tyrone defeat, you know, where we bet bet you guys, right, in the semi-final, epic semi-final, all this kind of stuff. Oh, I feel James, that that final defeat yeah. seemed from the outside looking in. That was a, a losing an all Ireland final is a massive moment, obviously. But that final defeat, having beating beaten us in the semis, or beat, I'm, I, I was retired, <laughs> but beating the Dubs, that was a massive, massive moment for for me. Sure, sure. The, the, ab- absolutely. So, you know, we 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 beat you guys, and we're the world's best. And everything is is unbelievable. And we go out, you know, three weeks or whatever later, and we don't do it, and we're the world's worst. And I, I suppose there was where 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 things were, and maybe we those you know over time there was so much expectation and everything else that we'd finally beat Dublin in the championship, and it's only a matter of time, you know. Did. Tyrone were a bad team, you know, that beat Ted Kerry in the semi-final, you, you know, so it wasn't, we were just going to rock up and, 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 and win it. But, but that final definitely changed um, yeah. people's perception. I think... Uh, the look, James, the answer you're looking in, I, I don't think he's ever recovered from losing that game. I, I have to say, and, and I, I'm, we're not privy, we're not, we weren't in the group, but... I, I was in the stadium for both of those games. But be, beating beating our guys was such a a massive moment for 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 our group. As it, we had we hadn't lost a game in seven years, and for you guys and and Andy Moore, a very good friend of ours, <laughs> had been involved in. and in the stadium with him. There there was like, there was a feeling in me when you beat Dublin that this was it. Yeah, and. Of all, you've lost finals, James, and, and losing finals is not bloody easy. Like, but that that felt for Mayo, the sense from from the outside that we'd beaten Dublin. This was it. 
we, we are not going to lose this one. We've beaten those guys. We'll beat Tyrone. Sure. And it was never going to be that easy. And when you lost that game to Tyrone, and probably, obviously, Ryan's penalty, and probably not perform as, as you would have liked in the final, I don't think your team ever recover from that. And the relationship with the, with the, with the media, with the supporters... I, 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 from the outside, and, and I'd love to know, do you think it did or maybe it didn't? And, yeah, well, look, look, and, as it, it, look the, the, um, there was a couple of things. So the, so the final definitely, definitely was, was, was an important moment. Um, things went crazy after that. Um, local media in particular, I'd say. Um, and the approach I'd taken over the last couple of years was, was, we kept cards close to our chest because we thought that was right for the players. We had so many young players, etc. So we thought that was the right way to do it. So there was, there was, um, let's say the, the local media in particular were very disappointed with, with the relationship we had with them or the information that we we're giving them. So when things go wrong, you know, over time, when you're eight years or seven or eight years an county manager, you're, you're going, <laughs> there's going to be people that aren't happy with how you do things. So, so that yeah, we weren't great with the media either, James. I have to say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that sparked that sparked off. Um, yeah, and it feels uh, like though Dublin media is more of a national thing. I think it's maybe intense on a different level. The the interest in Mayo, yeah, the, yeah, that, that's sort of the point I'm, I'm getting. To. Look, I don't want to, I don't want it to be the media. It was media's fault that we lost games. Or I'm not saying that, but we're all in the media now. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, re- the reaction after that in the local media in particular. I remember myself and Kieran Mackey, we were, in, we were in our house having dinner and next thing we were the night before we had a row in the car park about something or other like we we're looking at each other going is this for real? And then you know, you know there were things like um, no no denial or no comment from management. No no, no report ever rang us or you, you know, so you, just, anyway that was a small element but that that added fuel and that's what happens then is and you know with Twitter now and you guys know in the media particularly Twitter and all that kind of stuff there's no truth anymore yeah the truth's gone out the window and logic of what people know and understand or have learned just goes and it becomes whatever sort of propelled the most it it creates an atmosphere around the entire group and that's that's exactly the point, Paddy. I'm 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 I make that. And like I'm not at all blaming this for 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 defeats or anything like that. But it the players' families, let's say, read and hear and see and absorb that, and players absorb that, and it changes the sh- it shifts the, the, the atmosphere. Yeah, it's so. Even though people are, you shouldn't be reading that. Shouldn't be reading that. That that that's. Not the kid. It, it, it's absorbed. You're absorbed by it. It's all around you. So it becomes a job for us then to try and you have to try and manage that or change that or whatever. So that was that was it. That was it. We definitely had to deal with it, with a lot of that post post the, the Tyrone game. And James, that, that that was the we were in Casabar for one night in the middle of the championship, and we, we like I said we, we had a couple of hundred people, Mayo of the majority of which were Mayo supporters. The atmosphere around the team. Was and and <laughs> no player ever reads the media. We never read it. We're not looking at it. But it, it it's very hard to ignore in Mayo and Kerry in Dublin. That's the reality of it. And I couldn't get over. And Tommy, you were we, we, you were saying we were remarking on this. It was like there was just a negativity around the Mayo team. Yeah, and, it seemed to go sour very quickly. Oh, um, unbelievable. So, uh, like I say, one of the, the, the biggest strengths of, of your teams and our battles between Dublin and Mayo over the years was it was like we, we felt we were playing Mayo, the county. <laughs> we were playing the lads on the pitch, the stadium. It was like the atmosphere of those games. That seemed to be a little bit lost this year. And uh, yes, losing the All Ireland final, that's what I ask about, about that Toronto game. And that felt like a big defeat, probably worse than other ones. But I have a question, James, right? The league final this year and the atmosphere around that game and talking to Mayo supporters or ex-Mayo players, losing the league final is not to be all and end all, but the way you guys lost that and, and, and your approach to that from the outside looking in was probably questioned. And it, it felt like you never recovered from that. Was that the case? 
Yeah. I, I yeah, I probably wouldn't agree with you, Paddy. I don't think yeah. the league final. It, it wasn't it wasn't great. I, I suppose and again, I don't want it to sound like I'm making excuses. I'm not I'm not at all, but but there's always reasons and, and things like so we trained the whole of that year. We had no um we had no location, we had no training pitch. We I, I know this sounds crazy. We, there's so pitch has been relayed, we, wasn't it? Was that so so the back pitch had to be closed because da, 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 da. so we know nowhere to train and, and 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 so we had to train in eight, ten different pitches, and some of them were up to standard and, and we had to stop training sessions and that kind of stuff. But what that did is I think it started as an injury trend um that we couldn't get back in control. Um, so we, 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 we 13 to 15 pairs. So when, again, geographically, when we're traveling quite a bit and guys coming down here, there and everywhere, if the training and everything around that isn't, isn't at the standard required, it can, so, so plus from the year before our two physios, one of them went to college full-time and one of them is, is out in the sports center in Abu Dhabi. So we lost two really great guys that knew our, our guys physically inside out. So, so that couple just a trend developed. That that put us under pressure um, signif- significantly. You know, we two training sessions with 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 nine to ten players at training sessions. This is you know during during the league, the last training session before the league final, we 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 lost four of our starters on the Friday night before the. So it, it was it was like there was this, and it's funny how momentum goes and 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 that kind of stuff. So there was a lot of that going on that we're trying to manage. Um, that was so. So we, we basically with a lot of injuries. I think the pitch and and a few things like that added to it with with, with some of the new 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 medical. So there was that that we were trying to all that kind of stuff was going on. So 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 that we were trying to get the team there and and for a lot you know for some of the games we we had players that you know in the league that we were playing. Um, you have to do that, James. You're looking for guys to come through to supplement what you already had. What was the reaction? You were playing Galway three weeks later. Did, did it impact the team going into the Galway match? The, the league final defeat? Yeah. No, not necessarily, Paddy. Not, no. not, okay. It would have been better to win it, of course. Yeah, but, yeah. It's always nice. Yeah. But... But but I I wouldn't have said so. It was about you, you know we had that run into the to the Galway game at home, you know I think two weeks before Galway we got into the pitch into Mikhail Park, you know so it was about getting good quality training sessions there, getting players back on the field, getting getting ready for the Galway game. So so very quickly you could you, you could build the process around that, and the league final was very quickly in the in the wing mirror, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah it was such a quick season as well. Uh, it was such a short season this year. I have a couple of quick last quick questions. You've been brilliant with your time so far. James, your mom was a Kiwi and I've always been fascinated by this. I, your your dad, did he did he head over to New Zealand when he was uh, Oh yeah. He was yeah, 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 yeah. He, he did. He in, in the late fifties, he was uh, you know, uh, part of a big family. He was the middle of a big family of kids uh, on a small farm in the west of Ireland. So he said, Feck this, there's not much from here. So Headed off to headed off New Zealand and and got to New Zealand. Not alone that he went, he ended up on a train and went down to Invercargill. The bottle, like as far as far south as you can you can possibly go, and got off a train there and and no one at the train station, nothing, black blackness and basically milked milked cows in Invercargill. You know, getting up at half three in the morning, milk cows there for three or four years, and then moved moved up through New Zealand and. Met met my met met my, my my mother obviously in 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 Auckland at a an Irish dance in Auckland and bang that That's, was it got got married out there so the four yeah the four four of us I have two sisters and a, and a brother we were all born out there in in Papakura um, and how long did you stay there I was there till I was four and a half um, okay. uh, so it's not quite as long as the uh, the Barrett brothers got in Mead the Bowden Bard and Geordie Bard they. <laughs> I went to primary school in Mead, so I was wondering how much of an influence they had. So, as, as New Zealand rugby had any influence on you, you mentioned you followed Liverpool growing up there. Like, oh, I know yeah, you would be like all, all, all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my, my mother used to babysit um, Frank Oliver. 
Frank Oliver's Anton Oliver's father. He was captain okay. of the All Blacks. He was the first, you know, captain of the All Blacks team that, that wow. first went to South Africa. Um, so he would he, he would have visited us anytime he was over. He would have visited us in in in, in Mayo, you know. Yeah. So uh, we we'd have a strong connection. My mother's father was um, played for the Auckland Blues as well, um, okay. and 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 sort of ran for ran for New Zealand. So. Uh, there'd be very strong connections sports wise with 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 New Zealand and anytime the All Blacks are here we I, I try and get mum up to up, up really? to the game. You know? There wasn't much of a rugby influence in Ballantover when you were growing up, was there in the eighties? <laughs> no, not not too much of anything besides Gaelic, but but yeah. uh, uh we played a bit. I played I played a, a couple of games uh two with Ballinan. Okay. Yeah, my brother played a little bit as well. So so yeah, we yeah. played when we we played when we could, you know. Like uh, the term horn ball has been thrown around a lot over the last couple of years and it's, it's kind of who, who created that who started that I'm know? not who, sure who started Tommy, it was Tommy James it, it wasn't me I wasn't me I'll find out he's trying to pass the book here uh, it could have been it could have been one of the lads in the 42 who started it but it, it, I think it kind of tried to encapsulate that that powerful strong running game we definitely saw it in the first four years of your management but when you came back again for that second stint I don't know whether it was after the 2019 semi-final and you had this new crop of players coming through who had won an under-21 All-Ireland and it just suited the players. I'm wondering, was it influenced in any way by by what you like to see in a football pitch? Like, what what was it like? Because you had these powerful, fast players, even in the Hessian, Ocean Mullin, Owen McLaughlin, Tommy Connery is electric, Brian O'Donoghue. Maybe it was just the profile player you had. Yeah, well, well you know, I, I suppose from... I'd have a philosophy on how the game should be played, and you know, transition it as quick as possible from 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 back to front. You, you know, create as much space with with, with various options. You, you know, at a, at a very simple level, um, um, that's 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 sort of maybe the philosophy. Of how I think the game that you know attack early, and you know if you can score early, if you can't, you know if you can't pass it around, let's see when we can we can punch holes. You know, so that'd be the philosophy, and how we but but. You look then at the players that you have and the the type of, of of profile of players that you have, and what's the best mix then of the players and and your philosophy that you that you can have that you that's what you go at. That's our best chance of success. Um, and we 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 we, we in the both stints, as you said, we we a lot of players like you know Lee, you know Colin Boyle, Donny Vaughan, uh, all these guys, and then the new they were key. key th- these guys are are you know they're probably even faster than Paddy. I'd say you know you know that, that's how, that's how Paddy fast. Durkin. Yeah, <laughs> I, okay. I remember running ask Paddy Durkin at all or in the final James. I don't think I've recovered yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so we had, we had a lot of those guys. So it was about utilizing those guys, and and it's the way we like to play. We became good at you you, you know attacking attacking early before the opposition are set up. Um, you know the way they want to be, so 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 it 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 it, it just de- developed, you, you know, and and mm. we wanted to we wanted to attack teams because a lot of teams, and you know, you take Dublin when they were dominant. A lot of teams were were beaten weeks before they even got near Dublin, yeah. you know, and, and and there was no way we were ever going to be like that, you know. We were going to attack on our terms and our way, and and the way we played strongly. Um, and, and and go after that, and I think we did well. You know, we did, we did well in a lot of occasions, but that was that was the way it was. But we just it's yeah. You look at how you want to play it, once, and then you look at the players. What's the most effective way? Then we can we can mash that together and 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 go with that. You know, James, if you don't mind, um, I, I'd love that. Like you, you were the coach in in thirteen in the All Ireland final, and we ended up, we came out on, we kind of scraped through in that game and Mayo realistically could have won that game <laughs> in the honour and final. We, we had a couple of battles in 15 against Mayo, replaying in semi-finals, different coaches. Rochford's team, obviously, in 16 and 17, the same story. <laughs> Mayo could have won those games. And then you were back again in in 19 and 20. We, we were, exactly what you're saying, a lot of teams that played us and, and Jimmy would even include Kerry in this, in this they, they would play Dublin and they try and tweak their game to contain Dublin and we would have always felt and we would have, I would have said this and we would have spoken about this about Mickey Hart's Tyrone team that they're, they're trying to contain us and try and sit back that was never going to work against our team I felt and, and I feel that now looking at the All-Ireland champions Kerry this year 
I think Dublin are still probably in that bracket as well. If you if you're sitting back and trying to contain a team, you'll get to a certain point, but you're not going to win the biggest prizes. You might win a provincial title, you might get to an all in a quarter final, semi final. There you're an example of this year with Rory Gallagher, obviously. But to win the biggest prizes, you have to be brave, you have to be aggressive, you have to play in the front foot. And why Dublin always struggled, always struggled. It was like we never played well in all our finals. We didn't play well in all our finals because we were playing Mayo and they didn't let us play well because they were one of the only teams that played on the front foot. And you would say to your defenders, Mark the double forwards, that's it. Keith Higgins will deal with him. Chris Barrett will deal with him. Brandon Harrison will deal with him. It was unbelievably brave. And that, that was the mentality, and, and like you're talking about there, James. It was, and not many teams did that. And Jimmy, your Kerry team, they didn't do it. You felt like they were trying to tweak it to try and how can we stop Dublin? Whereas when we played Mayo, and why you were, those games were so epic over that decade was Mayo was just going for it. You told a total confidence in your team, in your players, like I say, the supporters, the relationship was like, we're not afraid of Dublin. We're going to try and win this game. And you were so, so close to so many times. And if you look, and I'm sure there's Mayo supporters, and I'm sure you think about the change, and I know for some of your players who have stepped away, what do you feel was the, you came so close at so many times against us. And, and we, I, I'm blessed to, be part of that team and we, we won those games and won on Ireland what do you feel was the the missing piece in those games against Dublin to win on Ireland I don't mean to annoy you on a Sunday night check. no not at all oh, God. No, no, that's what, what do you think now having stepped away and kind of had time to think about it what do you feel would have been the difference against Dublin in some I think the consistent thing Paddy over if you take it over the years, is is probably is probably our return and our percentage return from from, from shots. Yeah, I, I'd say you know it mightn't have been the case in every game, but consistently over it, it was probably our return isn't wasn't wasn't as high. I know I'd like. Throughout your throughout your span, you got to a very high success rate and probably brought it to the extreme level of you. You know, you nearly over-engineered a, a lot of your scores <laughs> at the end. I I would yeah, say, yeah, yeah. But, but you brought it to to a huge high level that you were probably 15 percent higher than than us on on, on your strike rate. What um, was your target, James? Did you have a target for a game like that? Would you try and hit seventy percent? Or you'd, you'd, you'd be looking for seventy plus. Yeah. You, you know, but but you didn't. You know, and you're looking for the right shots, but you, you don't want to in any in any way hinder a guy that he feels the shot is right. If he's earned the right to take the shot and he's he's comfortable, it's his it's it's his eight to ten range, you know. So that balance, James, of like, yeah, I'm backing it to pull the trigger, but do it yeah. in your range. And yeah, like, don't <laughs> yeah, yeah, pull the trigger, but don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, say, James, just on that though. From our point of view, playing against you guys, and this is from the horse's mouth. We we felt that was your Achilles heel. Yeah. It genuinely, we, we didn't think you were going to score. We we didn't think you were going to outscore us. And Killian's obviously an amazing player, and the Kevin McLaughlin at different times. But and you look at bringing it back to this year, the the, the Kerry game in the quarter final, that third quarter where your Mayo are absolutely mowing Kerry down, like you're turning them over. Your athleticism, your physicality, your mentality is, is second to none. But the Achilles heel, from the outside looking in, James, and for playing against you guys, it was always going to come down. You guys could not. You weren't clinical. But if you're putting if you're putting a Ryan O'Donoghue and a Tommy Conroy in there, yeah. like it's a, it's a yeah, different... Guys were any, any team this missing is. one fella, never mind missing two of that quality. But James, this is over a decade in, in these games against, against... For us against Mayo, I, I know this year was a... The guys were injured, which was a pain in the hole for you guys, James. But uh, uh, we would always felt that you just you didn't have the clinical edge in the biggest games. What was that? Did you tr- you knew that yourself? You, you know, you you know the crack. Like. Well, well, we knew we knew we'd always have we we'd have a, a decent percentage of of, of possession. We, we, yeah. We'd always back ourselves on that, you know. So it was. Once we have that, how, how can we be more effective? So we we we'd 
we we'd work on that um relentlessly you know that that's that's yeah decision to make around possession and the, and the space creation around that you know but, but you, you, you know the the caliber of the team you're playing against has a huge impact on that and yeah. you know the shots you're taking and the pressure you're undertaking those shots you know so so um but look it's 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 room there's room for improvement for sure i've always we're going to wrap it up here james i've always wondered is it a bit of a cultural thing Terry seemed to be able to respawn corner forwards left right and center they have no problem doing it. Like even looking at the top scorers list in Mayo in the Mayo Senior Championship this year, number one is Evan Regan, who is the county's nutritionist this year. I know he played for you for a couple of years. Yeah, number sure. five is Andy Moran. Andy Moran, I think, is retired <laughs> unofficially from club football. I think, Paul, I think Paul Towie is the only senior panelist. I, mean, I could be wrong, but that I recognised on that list. Perhaps it's it's just. The, the sharpshooters, the, they're the hardest commodity to find in Gaelic football. That, that that lad you can trust in corner forward, there's not that many David Clifford's about. There's very few Darren McCurry's that maybe when you have a couple of injuries and your A1 players aren't 100% or they're not there, you're not able to dip into the, the depths that Dublin had during oh, that five in oh, a row. Hold on a second. Now, who, who's the highest scorer in championship history? Killian. Killian, Killian O'Connor, yeah. So, so you 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 have Killian in there, and I think James has touched on the point. It's definitely worth like where may or now, like you know, and it's always about what where it is now, where's it going. You get Tommy Conroy, you know, fit Ryan O'Donoghue was gone on us this this year. That was, enough, that was a massive thing for this year, James. Massive, massive. Losing like, Tommy in the in the college game was like you'd love to see Mayo with Killian, Ryan, and Tommy. That's. That's a serious performance. Yeah, and there's 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 yeah. others as well. There's Jack Carney and there's a couple of guys there. If those guys are available and playing well, I'd I'd fancy them to get to get the return rate needed. I I really yeah. would. I really okay. would. That's good to hear. Uh, in 2014, when you stepped aside, you said the tank was empty. Um, after four years in charge, or had gone a little empty after that epic replay in Limerick against Kerry. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, was James, it, was... we, didn't, we didn't talk about that, James. <laughs> We'll bring it up now when you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. We'll bring it up again. <laughs> is the tank is the tank empty now, James Horn? Like you're still a young man. Will you ever go back to inter-county management? Um at the moment, no. No. I I, I like I sort of said before that 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 I wouldn't um I wouldn't go to another county. You, you know, I just yeah. I, I just wouldn't, you know. Um and and look, I'll be I'll be I'll be watching there from 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 the sidelines and and I'd love to I'd love to get involved in the underage basketball. That's that's really coaching that. That's, that's interesting. I just look, yeah, I love basketball. I love that sport, and I think it's a really a sport where you can really help help kids or you know the way it's set up and, and the numbers and and that kind of stuff. So that's that's probably where I'll spend my okay spend a bit of time yeah, here. If you don't want. Did you enjoy the management with Mayo? There were some unbelievable highs. You, you, you did it in two stints and went back. Uh, uh, personally, I couldn't think of it worse. <laughs> Genuinely. But yeah. did you enjoy it? Oh, 100%, 100%. No question. Yeah. Overall, look, the last year and a half was, was, was tough on everyone involved. Yeah. Tough on family, tough on tough on everything. There's no, there's no doubt about that, you know. And it's not that, would, but but outside that, the the times, the events, the occasion, the experiences, the the people who've met and have been involved with, um, uh, and the players was was absolutely phenomenal. Was absolutely phenomenal, and and uh, we'll we'll cherish it and 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 really really will. And uh, it, was, it was a huge part of my life, my family's life. So so um, we we enjoyed it and the kids enjoyed a lot of the experiences too and you know all that kind of stuff and up to Dublin and everything about it and up shopping for the weekend and you know so there's a bunch of around that that was that was good so so look over overall uh huge positive experience the people in Mayo were absolutely brilliant overall um and still today you know you, you, like I'm shopping in Duns and Little now doing the weekly shopping all that you'd meet people you know that might have you know might have relations or whatever that were yeah, yeah. sick or might have you know members of the family in Dublin and the games and Mayo games would would bring them together yeah. you, you know or give them moments where where that were really positive and great experiences for them so when you hear things like that you think Jesus we we maybe we 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 did overall make a 
yeah. they took the contribution, you know. We've heard a lot of that. Um, James Horn, a two-time All-Star as a footballer, a brilliant manager for your county over the last 12 years. You've given everything to Mayo football. Enjoy the break, however well, long that is, and uh, enjoy the football over the next little while and the coaching at underage level. We're going to let you get back to one of the kids' birthday parties. Really appreciate <laughs> your time on the football pod. No problem. Thanks, James. Talk Thanks, to you guys. Take care. Thanks so much, James. No problem. All right, lads. James Horan, give us an hour and more. Give us a lot there. A very interesting chat with someone who's given an incredible amount to Mayo football over the last 12 years. I enjoyed that, Paddy. He's someone you come up against quite a bit over the years. Yeah. Um, interesting, interesting to say he wouldn't take another management job. Interesting. But I was actually, I was wondering what would suit him. But once you manage your home county, I'd say it's hard to kind of go further afield then. Do you know? Yeah. I, I, I wasn't surprised at that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I wasn't. I, I could get that. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. A lot of food for talking that interview from James Horn. This is the final episode of the season, lads. So well done on a brilliant year. What a year. No all-stars for punditry, but... Uh, Merry Christmas, lads. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> we've, we've had a good off-season. We've had interviews with Stephen <laughs> O'Neill and Paddy Talley, Jason Sherlock, Kieran Malloy, Shane McGuigan, James Horan. Plenty to listen back to and get stuck into if you missed it over the last couple of weeks. We are going to be back in, let's say, mid-January. We'll come back with a bit of a league preview. So I'm looking forward to that. Rest up, lads, over the next couple of weeks. Take it easy. Have fun. Look after yourselves. Uh, 100%. I've enjoyed it, boys. Well done. Magic. Great time. Well done, Jimmy, on your first year. Yeah. Well done, lads, on your second year. Thank you. Thanks to everyone at home for listening <laughs> in. We are the Football Pod. We'll talk to you soon. Au revoir. Cheers, folks. Mm-hmm.